This podcast is a part of Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org. Hi guys, welcome back to Inside 1801. Um, this is our third episode and we're so excited to be back with you all today. Um, my name is Alex Mimenthal and of course I'm here with... I'm uh, Maya Porcio, one of your other co-hosts and we're really excited to be talking with you all today about breaking the stigma and just talking a little bit about mental health. We've definitely heard a lot of students talking about mental health, definitely. burnout, um, the things that kind of come with being a college student, with the stress of classes and so we're here today to talk a little bit about what mental health resources on campus that we have and kind of some be open about our personal experiences and we are here today with a very special guest if she'd like to introduce herself. (laughs) Yeah of course well my name is Katie Torber I am the current president of USC Dance Marathon Um, I'm a current junior at USC with a major in public health and a minor in psychology um and yeah, I'm just so happy to be here and be a part of this podcast with y'all. Yeah, we're just so excited to have you with us. Um, I think kind of like the theme for the episode that we're kind of looking to talk about is just like how do leaders prioritize their mental yeah. health? Like Dance Marathon, I think, is the largest student organization on this campus. It is, yeah. So like being the president of that, I'm sure is taxing. It, it really can be. And I tell people all the time, like, most of the time it doesn't feel like as taxing as like it might feel for somebody else to be in this position because I just love this organization so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a part of Dance Marathon since high school, so it has been a part of my life um, for, gosh, the past six years, I think, at this point. Um, wow. Yeah. It's, <laughs> That's crazy. It's been, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But um, there definitely are, like, the tough days, the days where, like, you're trying to balance like school like the responsibilities of like being president of such a big organization along with like just being a friend for mm. people who aren't necessarily in dance marathon so yeah. there are the days where it is kind of like a juggling act of like trying to prioritize all three at once but so i just wanted to make a quick note um that we are talking about mental health today and that's a sensitive topic of course um, but we are just three students and we're not professionals um, so I just wanted to make that quick disclaimer before we kind of talk about some more sensitive topics but so I guess the first question for you Katie is what does mental health mean to you? Yeah um gosh since I started my time here at Carolina I feel like the definition has definitely changed over time just with my schedule getting busier and busier and just really having to create that time to just have overall positive mental health but I think right now in this stage of life like mental health is just like mental well-being which I guess Mm -hmm. is kind of a very interchangeable term um for that word but um I think just being well like whether it is like psychologically but also just feeling content at the same time Um, I feel like I'm kind of talking in circles about like what it it really means but I think just overall just having a really positive outlook on life and positive mental well-being. Yeah and I think to me like mental health is like I don't think anyone ever really achieves like I have perfect mental health I'm constantly happy all the time and it's like it's always kind of like a process of like 
waking up each morning, like doing mindfulness practices and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, to really get yourself to where you're able to be productive, able to go to classes, yeah. stuff like that. I think it's this idea that like there is perfect mental health, I don't think is something that really does exist. No, there, and I fully agree with you. Like there are the good days and um, there are... Um, it ebbs and flows. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's such a great way of putting it. Like, there are those tough times, but then it's also, like, balanced with, like, these really amazing times and just being able to navigate and, like, have those coping mechanisms to, like, For sure. deal mm-hmm. with the tough times, have a strong support system um, in those tough times as well. So, no, definitely agree. Definitely yeah. agree. How about you, Maya? What does mental health mean to you? I think for me, it's, like, a holistic process like we were talking about it's really putting yourself first occasionally and I think that's something as leaders that we can struggle with is trying to put all of these things that we're doing above ourselves and our own self-need but something that I've kind of realized in my time is that I can't be as successful and if I'm not the best version of myself and that means giving myself some breaks maybe taking a nap but really it just is like overall kind of the headspace that I keep with me throughout my day-to-day what is my self-talk like what are the kinds of moments where I'm just allowing myself to be comfortable with silence in my head and do I have those pockets of peace where I could just take a break um, and then have that exciting moments where I'm really thinking getting energized about creative ideas so just having that balance in my headspace and kind of catching myself in those moments where my self-talk starts to go downhill and you know what like you're doing a great job and having those positive affirmations has definitely really helped. So I think it's kind of a holistic wellness process. Yeah, and I think um, you kind of mentioned how we're all student leaders. And I think being a student leader, like we hold ourselves to a very high standard and as well as like external people also hold hold us to a high standard. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like balance, like that balancing act. Um, yeah. I think we all kind of go through. You uh, definitely like don't want to disappoint anyone. Yeah. I think when yeah. you yeah. when you have like a position such as student body vice president or president of dance marathon, you know you know the people that have come before you, the job that they've done, and yeah. you get like it's such a big deal every year. I know when they raise that dollar mm-hmm. sign up. Like, how does that I guess play into this effect of like a, is there a pressure for it? Do you kind of take it and say you know what, however we do works out and it's great like how does that kind of work every year yeah I think like one big thing for me is our former president Meg Lorindo she's just been such a pivotal person in my kind of transition to president earlier this year but just someone who kind of understands the role and the pressure and just like Mm -hmm. the things that will happen on like a day-to-day basis that maybe no one else on the executive board like knows about or has to like deal with so she's been a really big support person for me in kind of taking on pressure and I'm very very big on like self-imposed pressure which is like not the best thing in the world um but her along with my advisors are always just reminding me that like at least in terms of like how we fundraise like every dollar that you're raising like matters and Mm -hmm. to put like a goal out in front of you like you don't always need to hit that goal and I think as this year's gone on I've like really started to like trust the process and like trust the people around me um and I really could not do anything without my support system that I've kind of developed over the past few months here um but yeah, it's, it's been a journey, to yeah. say the least, about, like, just dealing with self-imposed pressure and 
um, the negative self-talk, but just the support system I've had have just been phenomenal and like kind of getting me out of that negative yeah. headspace. I like the way you said you kind of use it as a goal versus like a baseline. Like we yeah. have to hit this and yeah. like we can grow from there. Like this is a goal and yeah. like we're going to do everything we can to reach a goal, but goals are just that they're goals. Yeah. Um, so I really like the way that you put that because I know there's just so many students who do dance marathon and that anticipation. I mean, I did it my freshman year, the anticipation of the numbers yeah. and beating last year's is yeah. always kind of a goal. But at the end of the day, like every dollar that's raised yep. means something and matters. And I think especially when COVID kind of shut things down on campus and things like that, that put a lot of things in perspective for our organization in particular and the culture of like how much we fundraise and all of that kind of shifted of like the mindset of like every dollar we raise matters and like not hitting certain like benchmarks or milestones. Mm -hmm. Like they're not as like, I guess a disappointment to people as much as they would have been maybe like five, 10 years ago. So there has been like a big culture shift too in our organization, That's awesome. um, which has just been phenomenal to kind of like watch just the pure joy and excitement that our members have, like no matter no what matter we fundraise what. or yeah. anything like that. So it's, it's definitely been a really great culture to be a part of yeah. for sure. So what strategies do y'all kind of use to keep up with your mental health? I know for me, I like to occasionally watch a show every once in a while. I have yes. a hard time justifying <laughs> yeah. it when I'm like, oh, I have emails to send and I have homework to do. But that's like, I love watching Friends on a Sunday yes. sometimes just to like rewind. I like to reset sometimes by like cleaning or going grocery shopping or doing some like yeah. self-care thing. But what yeah. would you say? Um, I would say, especially this year, I'm, like, an Orange Theory gal, so I'll, okay. like, go, go work out, <laughs> try and go every day, just Love that. that, like, hour-long mental break. Um, I've also, this year, and I was horrible at this last year in my previous role, but setting, like, a time every evening of, like, when I stop doing work, whether that's homework or dance marathon work, like, I just stop and, like, if I want to stay up, like, I'll read a book or, like, I'll FaceTime a friend or, like, call my mom or, like, things like yeah. that. That's so um, good. It's It's been – at first I was really nervous that <laughs> I would not be able to do that, but it's – as, like, the semester has gone on, it's gotten easier and easier to just be like, okay, I'm done, shut my laptop and, like, move on to the next thing, so. Yeah, I think setting those boundaries yeah. for yourself are just, like, just so important. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that I've really strived. I'm, I know you're a junior, Maya, you're a senior, I'm a sophomore, so we're kind of at different stages in um, our college careers, but I think that's just something I really try to do is setting those boundaries and being like, it's okay not to do everything. Um, I know we talked about that a lot on our episodes, yeah. but like, it's okay not to do everything I guess yeah that was something that really just like over the summer because I, I mean Katie and I were here together all yeah. summer as student life ambassadors and something that was always hard for me because we were able to work 20 hours a week and there would just I would just consistently say there's more to be done there's more yeah. to be done there's more I could be doing like I could be doing this programming event or I could take this to the next level and then I kind of had to put it in perspective and say there's always going to be more yeah, that could true. and yeah. needs to be done but at the expense of what? Like, you know, there's yeah. times when you just, like you said, need to put it away, put it down, because burnout is very, very real. Um, very so real. making yeah. sure that that doesn't consume you and recognizing and being comfortable yeah. with knowing that there's always going to be more to do. Yeah. I think yeah. is a hard thing to yeah. settle into. And, like, a, a thing that I've been working on as well this semester especially is, like, being there for, like, my executive board members who maybe don't have, like, the boundaries yet and be like, it's okay to not, like, do things and try and create that culture of, like, yeah, not creating putting that pressure I, yeah. of, like, getting stuff done at, like, 11 o'clock on a Wednesday <laughs> night when, like... Yeah. 
It can wait. It can wait. <laughs> yeah. So, That's yeah. kind of like how do you prevent like burnout for yourself just in your organization yeah. overall like kind of hit on it just yeah. like telling people like hey so it's okay if it's not finished right now I know for me like when my staff contacts me and they're like hey my I've just had a rough day or mm-hmm. I don't know if I can make it like I might have to leave early and I'm like you know what like don't feel like you need to be in two places at once like yeah. I know your character I know your work ethic you care like I yeah. see that like sometimes you just got to do what's best for you and that's yeah. why I really try and just be so like gracious with people's time as well Mm -hmm. like as much as I can be to make sure because I feel like that produces the best results sometimes yeah no 100% 100% I guess for the two of you guys um I know like student government and dance marathon are both like very big robust organizations Mm -hmm. how do you kind of prevent that burnout I know you've kind of talked about you just kind of talked about it Maya but like how do you prevent that burnout in your organization as a whole yeah so we typically have like our big staff meetings and board of director meetings on Tuesday and so kind of looking at the schedule for the semester of like planning in Tuesdays where like we won't have staff this week and just giving them like the week off. Um, we try and implement as best we can um, into those schedules, which we just, we had yeah. last week off, we're gonna have this <laughs> week off. So um, just trying to like give them that intentional like break from Dance Marathon because Dance Marathon is not their life. Like uh, it's not expected to be like everyone's like tunnel vision focus of their college experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like supporting them as well outside of Dance Marathon of like if they're involved in another organization of just being kind of that support system for them as well, I think goes a really long way. Um, but yeah, I would say those are kind of like the two big things within DM. Yeah. For sure. I would say for me, just like, especially with my staff is trying out some new things that are fun and different and not always just having the same standardized meetings like we've gone to the Carolina closet which was so much fun (laughs) and I was like all right everyone pick a rack we're reorganizing (laughs) and that was a lot of fun I mean I know for freshman council we went to stroll off and one of the freshman council directors Caleb was actually performing so that was a really cool experience so just trying to get out of the meeting room, the conference room a little bit and going elsewhere has helped. Um, And then I think also just kind of reading the needs of those that I lead and recognizing like when I'm getting four or five texts one day of, hey, I've got a lot of homework going on or I've got this being like, hey, do you guys want to do a Zoom meeting tonight? And just getting like (laughs) a million yeses in two minutes. I was like, okay. But it's like good kind of like reading that stuff because we were still able to meet, but people were able to not have to factor in the commute times and just be in the comfortability of their homes and so I think kind of just being flexible and adjusting to the needs of others has been helpful I think like as a member of VP staff like even if we're like in the conference room like we've made like presentations fun like I know like Mm -hmm. Megan Latham loves a good presentation Um, she loves a she it's something else Um, (laughs) she likes her visuals (laughs) she likes her visuals are very important to her oh my Um, goodness (laughs) but sorry just think like things like that just like bringing the fun back into it like it's Mm -hmm. a student organization at the end of the day um and just having fun with it like i think just like having fun with it is just so absolutely if you're not having fun like you're doing meaningful work but you want to enjoy doing that meaningful work and i think that's definitely something that is easily implemented for those of you that are in orgs out there struggling to kind of get that retention it's a good way to just kind of bring the fun back into the meetings for sure so I guess the next question we have is what kind of mindfulness practices do you implement in your own life Ooh, well I actually (laughs) so last semester so spring of 2022 wow um (laughs) 
yeah, so then that semester, I actually took my first, like, PE class in yoga. Okay. Which, like, before that, never really, like, did yoga outside of probably, like, high school PE. I was like, oh, this is, like, this was, like, a good break for me in my schedule. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, we're going to see how it goes. Um, but I actually learned some, like, really cool just, like, when I do have, like, those negative so- talk days um, of, like, kind of how to, like, steady my mind and just like sit and sit in silence and just like let nothing happen and just let everything kind of like wash over which like the long like stressful days like I will go home and sit on my couch and just close my eyes and just sit there for like five minutes and I'm like if my brother walks in right now or like (laughs) one of my friends walks in right now they're gonna be like what are you doing (laughs) but it's been really helpful especially for those long days where like it just seems like everything in the world is happening just to kind of like have that moment to just like be okay with nothing happening which was a journey to get to that point and like being in that yoga class definitely helped like kind of implement that but just being able to do it beyond that class has been really cool to see and like I never thought that it would happen yeah I think for me one of the things that I've really tried to do more of this semester is journaling and like when I'm having those like negative self-talk days like just being able to like write down what I'm feeling and then just like leave it on the page yeah Mm -hmm. um is just been something that's like been super helpful to me and just like being able to write out exactly how I'm feeling just helps me also like work through it and like if there's a bad day like I can work through that bad day Mm -hmm. um by journaling I don't know. <laughs> I agree. I started. I kind of started going to Studio Fire my junior year of college. So this was definitely like a time after sophomore year. I was definitely experiencing a lot of like kind of a negative mental health state. Um, so I picked up hot yoga. Really loved it. Yeah. And like after every class, you know, there's that time where you get to do shavasana, and like yes. that was always my favorite. And yes. I was wondering kind of like why is that my favorite? Is it because it was a hard class and I just get to lay there with a cold lavender cloth? Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. But I think also, too, just, like, the nice part about, like, laying on your back, focusing on your breathing. And sometimes I'll try to do that, too, when I'm, like, falling asleep. Like, instead of curling up in a ball, like, kind of take up space. Like, I like that saying when they're, like, take up space. Like, kind of be present. Mm -hmm. I really like doing that um, occasionally. And, like, like you said, like, letting the thoughts roll versus kind of fixating on them. That was something I used to really struggle Mm -hmm. with was... um, pleasing everyone like I wanted to make everybody happy and I think if there's one thing this position has taught me is that it's okay if not everyone is going to like everything um you're gonna have your close friends you're gonna have people who are acquaintances and that's all okay you're not gonna make everyone happy and I think once I realized that it made it a little bit easier to just be myself and do the job that Mm -hmm. I was set to do without focusing so much on oh well this isn't going to be good enough and kind of focusing just on like here's what I'm able to do here's what I think it could help with and being okay with that yeah no that was I would say something I struggled with too and especially like my senior year of high school was March 2020 (laughs) and throughout that time and even into my like first few months here at Carolina like my like I would overthink everything like my anxiety was just Mm -hmm. through the roof um but as like the years and the months have gone on just like being okay with like those thoughts just like being in my mind and then exiting and that has taken probably two years at this point for me to be able to be okay with that and not like just let them sit there and like just marinate for like the next like few (laughs) hours so just like some things I've done for that is just like calling my mom or like just I love calling my mom. Oh, my God. That is, like, (laughs) one of my favorite things to do in my day. Just, like, walk around campus and literally call my mom. Me and my dad have the same brain, so I'll, like 
call him sometimes when I'm like, Dad, this happened, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he just, like, has the same logic-minded brain as me, so that definitely helps. My dad is the same way. Like, I'll call my mom if I just need, like, a pet talk or something, and my Mm -hmm. dad, like, if it's, like, business, I'm like, I call my dad Euclid, but I'm like, Euclid, I need help. (laughs) (laughs) And he'll just, like, go off on, like, a whole tangent, but, yeah, no, so pivotal on my part, (laughs) or in my, like, journey and navigating, like, overthinking, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I'm Parents like, are good. Yeah. Good to call. Like I, yeah, like you said, I call my dad when I like need very logical advice. When I want to just like talk about my day, I call my mom. Like, yeah, two very different things, but yeah, yeah both needed. Yeah. yeah. I also love to just like call friends I haven't seen yes. in a while. Like even if like my parents aren't available, I'll just like call up a friend and like we yep. can like I haven't seen like haven't seen them in a while. Go to a different university. Yeah. Um, and just like being able to catch up is just like a very nice like mental reset oh yeah 100 100 one of my best friends from high school goes to auburn university okay and <laughs> she like got into the dance marathon world there so like calling her and like her understanding like both like personal life things but then i like switched to dance marathon she knows exactly what i'm talking about but like yeah. is so far removed from like anything it's just like yeah so awesome so grateful for her yeah but. i think having that support system is just so important yeah um but um so I guess the last question kind of taking those mindfulness practices and like taking those um practices that you've like done for yourself like how do you implement those um into your organization like yeah um we we are a very large organization um so I think just starting from the top up of like just being there for my executive board members there's nine of us um so just like starting from the top and implementing those mindfulness just being able to like step away and take a break um and then that translating to their directors to their staffers it's like like the ripple it's exactly exactly and just trying to represent and like resemble that from the top up so it does ripple out and just becomes a part of like the culture of our organization um and just going in all the different like areas of our org I think is like the biggest thing that I've like really tried to do this year and, like there are the moments where like it's hard for me to step away so then it's also like they see me not stepping away I'm like oh I need to step away because then <laughs> yeah. they can step away um so that's definitely been something to navigate especially this first semester um going into next semester because things are just gonna get busier and busier and yeah. it's gonna be like <laughs> harder to just like step away but when is main event it is March 25th okay yep, at the wellness and fitness center so so exciting I know know. I'm so pumped it's their 25th year anniversary too so really exciting stuff so exciting yeah well I think that's all the questions and kind of things we wanted to talk about today um I just I did want to just make a quick note um we do have mental health resources on campus whether that be in person online um most of those resources are through the university health center specifically in our mental health services sector um or students can call 833-664-2854 um for free 24-hour access to a counselor I know we've talked a lot about mental health so I just wanted to highlight some of those resources um that we do have available on campus but thank you so much again Katie it has been so much Um, Um, and for our listeners if you guys haven't already um, downloaded the app that the health center is now promoting with Christy Health Services like Alex said they have 24-7 counselors so if you're waiting on an appointment that's a great place to go ahead and get started for sure well I just wanted to thank you all again for listening and we'll catch you guys later